Hello, everyone. This is Niao Niao. Welcome to the third season of Old Wisdom, New Insights. Few people in this world can be remembered after a thousand years, but the star of today's show was an exceptional. In 2021, millions of Chinese netizens celebrated his 1,000-year-old birthday online, and the relevant hashtag "Thank You Wang Anshi" even got on a most searched list on China's social media. Who is Wang Anshi? Why are Chinese people still celebrating his birthday a thousand years later? Please follow me in this episode to get to know him through these three key phrases: a straight A student, a controversial personality, and an innovative reformer. Key phrase number one: a straight A student. Wang Anshi was one of the most well-known poet and writer of China's Song Dynasty. He is famous for being a star student. Gifted with super academic competence, among his modern-day birthday posts, many were from students wishing to have his blessing for getting a good grade on important tests. Though I'm not really sure if asking for his blessing before a major English test would help, I do understand where they come from. Wang Anshi has the reputation of passing almost all major examinations with flying colors. At the age of 21, he passed the national level imperial examination, while the average age for this achievement in Song Dynasty was around 30 years old. If it weren't for a little incident, he would have become the Zhuangyuan, someone who ranked the first in the national exam. According to historical records, Wang Anshi's exam paper did get the highest grade marked by the examiners. But according to Song Dynasty routine, the emperor himself would read the exceptional exam papers and decide on the final rank. That's where things went south. When reading the papers, the emperor noticed a phrase criticizing his own policy. He was offended and decided to change Wang Anshi's first place to the fourth. Didn't Wang Anshi know in advance that his words would displease the emperor? Smart as he was, I assume that he certainly did, but he cared more about voicing his true opinion than pleasing his future boss. Throughout Wang Anshi's life, he was always someone who did what he believed in, regardless of other people's remarks. Which brings us to his second key phrase: a controversial personality. After passing the imperial exam, Wang Anshi got a job in the government. Impressed by his talent, many of his superiors wanted to pass on to him some traditional code of conducts, the kind of worldly wisdom that would help Wang Anshi get along with his colleagues in the officialdom. However, the young man was not a fan of such mentoring. One day. Wang Anshi received a dinner party invitation from a fellow government official. They were from the same county, but the other official was at a much higher position. Ha ha ha! I've heard of you. You're the famous Wang Anshi, such an exceptional young man. Come and sit with me. Thank you. 
We are fellow countrymen. I'm sure you'll soon be promoted to a higher position than mine. Hmm. Okay. How can an official at such a high level only thinks about getting promoted? So superficial. Young man, I have some advice for you. If you follow it, I believe your future is limitless. What advice? I'd be glad to know. You are very talented, but I want you to remember that you should always be tolerant of others, so that other people would be tolerant of you. Be a people's person would never hurt. Okay, fine. Cheers. A people's person. I would not be a brown noser and please others. I don't care about what other people think of me at all. So disappointing. I thought this person had high prestige in the government because he was a decent person, but it seems that he doesn't understand me at all. It turned out that the senior official was right about Wang Anshi. After a while, most of Wang Anshi's colleagues realized that he was not easy to get along with. Some found him socially awkward. Others thought he was too arrogant. But nevertheless, Wang Anshi didn't change his ways for years. There was another anecdote about him. Wang Anshi loved to read and study till late at night, even after becoming an official. One day, he studied till the wee hours again, and only took a nap before going to work. He rushed into the court in the morning directly after getting up and met the prime minister. Wang Anshi, you are late again. Look at you. You're still wearing your clothes from yesterday. You've got dark circles around your eyes. Your hair is uncombed, and your face looks unwashed. What happened to you? Uh, nothing. Young man, your nightlife might be a bit too active. Remember, you are a government official now. Stop all the partying. Focus on your study and work. That would be much better for you. Is that right? Hey, Wang Anshi, I know you never have nightlife. Why didn't you explain yourself to the prime minister? He got it all wrong. Tell him you were reading all night. He will be impressed. Why should I explain myself to anybody? He has the freedom to think whatever he wants to think. If he doesn't get me, well, he's lost. But he's the prime minister. Leaving a good impression may change your life, and setting things straight is so easy. <sighs> <laughs> It's hard to be Wang Anshi's friend, isn't it? Reminds me of Sheldon Cooper, actually. You applaud his talent and find his personality at least puzzling. To sum it up, Wang Anshi didn't care about fame and fortune. He didn't care much about the emperor taking away his first place in the most important examination of his life. He didn't care whether or not he was promoted. So, what did Wang Anshi care about? What was the man up to? The answer leads us to his third key phrase: an innovative reformer. The Northern Song Dynasty seemed peaceful and prosperous. But due to years of outdated policies and inappropriate governance, the country was actually in a precarious situation, hanging by a thread. 
Wang Anshi saw it through and decided to help his country and its people by conducting a major reform. With this great goal at heart, the visionary naturally ignored all the other trivia and troubles and was ready to deal with any challenges to come. Or in his own words, 不畏浮云遮望眼，自圆身在最高层。The verses are from a poem Wang Anshi wrote. I've asked some loyal listeners from online to share their understandings of the saying. Here are some comments I received. My guess would be never worry about things distracting you as you are at the top of your field. I surf the internet. It means do not fear the floating clouds to cover your eyes, and you're the highest level. Xie Xie Lao Xi. Don't be afraid of green clouds covering your eyes. You are at the highest level. Pretty good, right? What? Did I hear someone say you've got a better answer? Well, if you're interested in participating in such activities and showcase your insights on Chinese sayings, please follow our Facebook pages, Learn Chinese or Niu Niu Chinese. Now let's start our Chinese learning time, or what I like to call Xiao Niu Niu time. Thank you. I love the title of my segment almost as much as I love explaining these great Chinese sayings to our cool listeners out there. Today's saying is again a super famous one: 不畏浮云遮望眼，自圆身在最高层 Allow me to break it down word by word. For the first half, 不畏浮云遮望眼不 means no. And 畏 means be afraid of. So 不畏 means to not be afraid of or to not worry about something. 浮云 literally means floating clouds. 遮 means to obstruct or to block. 望眼 here refers to one's field of vision. 不畏浮云遮望眼 means. That I'm not afraid of my vision being blocked by floating clouds. How so? 自圆身在最高层自 can be translated as just. 圆 here is because. 身 means body. Here it refers to the writer himself. 在 at 最高 means the highest. 点层 means level. 自圆身在最高层 It's just because I'm already at the highest place. Together, 不畏浮云遮望眼，自圆身在最高层。I have no fear that floating clouds may block my vision, for at the topmost level of the tower am I. The poem was written when Wang Anshi was at the top of a tower on a mountain peak, enjoying the beautiful view. But I assume. It's more than just standing tall and seeing far, right? Of course, 浮云 or floating clouds is a metaphor for the hindrance to reaching one's major goal. It may come in the form of difficulties or temptations, but as the saying goes, as long as one puts oneself at a high enough position. As long as they are 100% clear about their main task, they will not be distracted by anything or anyone. With the elegant metaphor, the saying stayed popular for centuries. Chinese people still quote it these days all the time. 
In 2018, Chinese President Xi Jinping cited the saying "不畏浮云遮望眼 in the keynote speech he delivered at the opening of the Boao Forum for Asia Annual Conference to answer a grand question: In this complex and changing world, where are we headed, and where is the future of Asia? He said that the world is undergoing a new round of major development, and humankind still faces many instabilities and uncertainties. In some countries and regions, people are still living in the shadow of war and conflict. A great many people, including the old, women, and children, are suffering from hunger and poverty. Climate change and major communicable diseases remain formidable challenges. But all the difficulties and challenges are actually just fu yun, floating clouds that should not block our vision. President Xi said that to answer these fundamental questions of our time, we should 不畏浮云遮望眼 not let our vision be blocked by floating clouds. Instead, we must dispel the clouds to see the sun. So as to have a keen grasp of the law of history and the trend of the world. Wang Anshu's poem was undeniably a huge success, but how about his reform plans for the North and Song Dynasty? Did they yield good results and help the people? What did Wang Anshu do afterwards? Well, those stories will be told in the next episode of Old Wisdom, New Insights. See you then. Hey guys, this is Niu Niu again. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe via wherever you tune in. If you have any questions or feedback, please get in touch via email at crilearnchinese@gmail.com, or you can interact with me directly on my Facebook page, Niu Niu Chinese. That's N I U N I U Chinese. Thanks for your company, and see you next time on Old Wisdom, New Insights.